Maker Minds episode number one. Hey, hey, and hello, hello, and welcome to the Maker Minds show. I'm Abby. And I'm Jerry. Bringing you today Daniel and Emily Parker, founders of Key City Coffee, right here in good old Abilene. So, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. So, you told us earlier that Key City Coffee is Abilene's only coffee roastery and it's providing um, local coffee to great people here in Abilene. Um, Do you have any plans with possibly taking it outside of the key city itself? Well, um, our our brand and our business is built really about bringing, um, you know, business and things like that to to Abilene. Uh, You know, our our Chamber of Commerce president recently quoted a statistic that said, um, you know, when when somebody spends a dollar at a local business here in Abilene, it gets spent seven more times before it leaves our, our local economy. So we really want to try to focus on uh, being here in Abilene, but the big country as a whole, you know, we definitely could expand out there for sure. And why'd you choose Abilene right away? I know you said you're in the Air Force, but is there was there ever something brewing in your heart for Abilene that made you want to come on down? Or like, what, what made you want to choose Abilene? Um, well, I, I don't know. If there was anything that made us choose Abilene from the beginning, I mean, the Air Force brought us here, um, and and we wanted to see the city grow. I work um, in a local nonprofit here in town, and so I see a lot um, of poverty, and I see a lot of what the city needs. It's a crazy statistic, like 65% of all students in Abilene receive free or reduced lunch. Um, Our homeless population is like 19%. Um, just really crazy statistics, and so we wanted to see what we could do um, to kind of give back to the community, and, and coffee was our way to do that, so... Well, mm-hmm. thank you so much for doing that. Yeah, thank y'all. Okay, so was there ever something holding y'all back from starting? Because I know it's not just something you decide overnight, you know. It, it, it's crazy. Or was it something that y'all decided overnight? Well, there's there's two ways to go with this. Um, definitely, uh, if there's something that held us back, it's that threshold of understanding the risk. Um, so, so starting up, you're like, okay, I've got a small business plan here. I know I need X amount of capital to start, and I don't have said capital how am I going to get it? Where am I going to get it? If I take it on and I fold, you know, am I going to be, you know, held up with all this debt? Um, but we took the plunge um, and really there wasn't much holding us back and, and we just kind of jumped right in. Yeah, was there Were there any issues initially with the, with the initial capital that you need to start a small business or anything along those lines? Um, no, we explored a lot of different options. Um, you know, we, we, we saw and used pretty much everything from uh, small business credit lines mm-hmm. to uh, family investors um, and, and different things like that. It's very important as a young entrepreneur to understand cash flow and, and profit loss statements and those things that you talk about in your courses. Um, those, are, those are very key tools and, and they're easy tools to know and use outside of, you know, just in class. Got it. So you said after six months, six months of being married, you jumped right into the business. Would you recommend doing that at all? Like, even if you weren't married, would you have maybe jumped into a business that soon? Or what was your what was your motives or the reasoning behind doing that? Um, I think that we we saw a really great opportunity. Um, Daniel's really good at roasting coffee. Um, and, and people like coffee and people drink coffee. Yeah. And so we saw a great opportunity and wanted to jump on it um, just because um, 
things move fast in the world, right? Like so many, so many millennials, so many startups, we wanted to get on the coffee game before anyone else did. Um, that being said, we should have maybe waited um, a few more months before we jumped in. I think um, being married for such a short amount of time, um, and even when we first got here, Daniel was was gone into trading for the first three months that we were married. Um, and so really, like, we'd only experienced life together for three months and then said, yeah, let's start a business. That sounds like fun. Oh, wow. I think um, it's kind of crazy. Being, being married, uh, <laughs> a lot of people put being married up on a pedestal. And it, it's it's another, it's not a job, but it's hard work, you know. it's um, So you, you got to work um, to build that marriage. And so adding that to starting a small business is definitely, uh, it takes a toll. Would you recommend, though, partnering being a business partner with your partner for life? Or is that difficult, you think? I wouldn't say I'd recommend it to everyone. Um, I wouldn't put that as like a blanket statement. Um, I think that what's really cool is the Lord really wired both of us to be, we're both dreamers and we're both doers. Um, I don't know how that happened. Most people are usually one or the other. Um, And so being able to both kind of share in that, like having being dreamers and then being able to execute is really good. And then also both having different talents like Daniel's an engineer like that's what his master's is in um and I was a liberal arts major but I super understand um branding and and marketing and things like that and he um obviously knows how to roast coffee and knows how to mm-hmm. use excel so those are, those are two super helpful <laughs> sounds things. like you guys have the best of both <laughs> we're totally a good team. merging together yeah and making some great coffee for some great people <laughs> yeah do y'all have any ways of coping with all of that like do y'all have some morning ritual or some night ritual that y'all do I know y'all mentioned prayer Mm-hmm. Um, well, one thing we do is we, we take a walk every morning together, yeah. um, and we take our little dog on a walk, um, and it's just mm-hmm. kind of a time to start fresh and to um, just spend time together and uh, kind of take away a lot of distractions, and, and we spend time in prayer a lot uh, in our personal lives, and, mm-hmm. and our relationship with the Lord is really the, the biggest thing that keeps us going. And earlier, you mentioned that family, your mother helped you start, she was there with the beginning, all of the startup things, how essential would you say family is to Key City Coffee or to running a business? Um, For us, it's been incredibly essential, Um, Mm -hmm. especially my mom just being such an incredible business person. Mm -hmm. When we were still on the fence about Key City Coffee, um, we were still throwing names up in the air and stuff like that. We were at dinner with my mom and dad who, who live in the Dallas area, and we were like, yeah, you know, we were thinking maybe Key City Coffee. And at the dinner table, she was pull out your phone and buy that domain name right now. Um, because that if wow. that's that's not taken, like there's coffee in the name and it sounds good, like buy that domain name and, and you guys should do it. And it's true. There's not a lot of domain names <laughs> where you can grab coffee. And, um, it was just one. It was one of those moments I'll remember for the rest of my life. We were just sitting at the dinner table like, no, she, <laughs> like so, somebody's, somebody's going to buy it before <laughs> I do. Oh, no, oh, no. And it's like I'm yeah. sure nobody else was Get trying to buy time. that at the same time. Yeah. So. Well, it's good how you got it, because, I mean, I love the name. It's catchy. The shirt's great. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're selling those. Yeah, definitely. Uh, KeyCityCoffee.com. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. KeyCityCoffee.com, people. <laughs> purchase your shirt. So, um, yes, you are in the Air Force. Um, my right. brother, he actually went to the Air Force Academy. Woo-hoo. Represent. Mm-hmm. Um, I respect that. So, thank you for your service. Thank you. But um, I was wondering, how is that... Um, managing being an entrepreneur and being in the military you work eight to five you're receiving orders all the time but when you're an entrepreneur you have that freedom to make those decisions is that a huge contrast is it hard to manage all of that it's definitely hard to manage um the air force does a really good job um of allowing that to happen i mean you can't 
be in the Air Force and like work a job at McDonald's, um, you know, normally. But uh, you can be your own boss. They, they're definitely on board with that. And they, they, I'd say they encourage you too because it, it helps give back to the community. The Air Force Base is a part of the community and we want to yeah. engage those around us. Um, I mean, it can be hard because I'm working essentially two full-time jobs and um, I'm married and we're active in our church. And so uh, balance is very important and it, it can be hard to do that. Do you have any time management tips for any of us? Because when you're saying all this, I'm like, okay, like how do you do what you do? You just keep naming like tons of different things and you're rocking at all of them. So is there anything you do that um, contributes to your success with time management? I'd say, um, I wouldn't necessarily say we're rocking at everything we're doing. I would, I would I'm just butting you up. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would reevaluate that because we want to, it's really hard to do a lot of different things well. Um, right now we're in a seasons of, season of our life where we're just kind of taking a step back, um, just taking some time. We lead a small group at our church and we're taking some time just away from that just for a month um, just to kind of seek the Lord and say like, okay, like we want to do everything that we do with excellence. Like scripture says, like walk in a manner worthy of what you've been called um, and, and do everything you can for the glory of the Lord. And so we want to do those things with excellence. We want to have our marriage be a marriage that mm-hmm, has yeah. excellence. We want our coffee business to be excellent. We want um, to love people in a way that's excellent. Um and so I think that something that's important to remember, a lesson that I learned in college actually is that um, God is the God of all things and he's also the God of time. Um, and sometimes he, he helps you be productive. Um, and sometimes he, sometimes there's, it just feels like there's an extra hour in your day. Um, and and I, don't, I don't think that we are at all by any means masters um, of mastering time. I think that <laughs> no, we we've learned a lot in the past year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so who, who would y'all say has influenced y'all's endeavors in life in general? Did y'all have some some amazing friend or some great coach from high school or some college mentor that just impacted you and just like lit the spark in y'all? Yeah, um, particular, there's been so many. In particular, I'd say uh, an individual, Nathan Bow. he worked with uh, Valor Ministries, which is a kind of like a sister ministry of crew um, on campus at A&M, and, and it was specifically geared towards uh, cadets that were in the, the core down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he discipled me and, and taught me what it is to know the Lord. And uh, in doing that, one of the things we did is uh, he also taught me to roast coffee. And and without that particular skill, you know, we wouldn't be having this conversation yeah. right now. Um, and Ultimate he, he, bonding experience. Yeah, it was awesome. He ended up doing our premarital counseling yeah, and, and officiated, our officiated our wedding. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So he's, he's just been a, a key component of, of who we are today. Can you still talk to him on the regular? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's a great friend. So, Daniel, um, you have the right-minded brain, and you love to brew the coffee and make all that work and make it super delicious Mm -hmm. and make it honest and, yeah, great. Yeah. And then, um, Emily, you have the passion for people behind this. So, do you want to describe kind of how you have had this passion and like where it came from and kind of your vision with Key City Coffee? Yeah. Um, man, my passion for people, goodness, it's like my biggest passion. Um, my passion for people started when I was in college. Um, I'm actually, I'm an only child. I don't have any brothers and sisters. Um, and so I, I didn't realize how cool people were until I got to college. Like I'm an only child and I like did theater my whole life. So like everything was always all about me. Um, And so uh, when I got to college, I had a friend, her name's Hope, um, just tell me people are really worth investing in. Um, And that like changed my life. Like I, people just, just became like what it's all about. And like Jesus says, like, 
um, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and, and love your neighbor as yourself. Um, and that's neighbors everywhere. And so um, I work for a local nonprofit. I work for the IRC. We resettle refugees um, in Abilene and, and all over the world. Um, and so that's kind of my outlet to get to do that. But um, one of the most important things is Key City Coffee um, is that we're loving people well. Um, and that goes back to where we source our beans from um, in particular. There's so many, um, unfortunately, just a lot of coffee companies out there that um, don't really care about, about who's farming the beans, about whether yeah. or not they're being paid well. Um, and, and our importer and the people that we work with build relationships with the people there. Um, they're out, you know, empowering the local communities. They're not being at, like coming in and being Americans and being like, this is the way you do it. Um, they're, they're just empowering the communities that exist um, educating them and then like just putting like a giant shot in the arm of their economy um, in all over the world in the same way that we hope to do in Abilene with our business. That's so great though how you're seeing a bigger vision than just the economic growth in Abilene but in Central America is that where you're getting your beans and supporting? Yeah their... Central America, South America and then Ethiopia um, and oh, hopefully wow. soon other parts of Africa. So, so when, when you buy a, a bag of Key City Coffee, you're helping support farmers all over the world um, and their families and, and their, their livelihood. So it's, it's really a great way that we can help Abilene, but also help the rest of the world. I love how you guys work together on that, though. Like, you're so, you're very different, but that's like the main passion behind <laughs> yeah. it, which, I mean... I, I'm not a huge coffee drinker, but like I want to get some Key City coffee now. Like, now I want to. Yeah, <laughs> your passion behind it. And then um, I'm not from Abilene, but I mean, it's a great city and I'm really blessed to be here. So I yeah. want to see that grow. So just thank you so much for like making Abilene like a, a point where you want it to grow and like yeah. just caring for the city and others around you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, well, we also noticed that Christianity was, y'all, y'all touched on that big time, you know. I mean, Christianity is so central to y'all's lives. And going to a huge university like Tamu, did it ever tempt y'all? Was there ever any conflicts there? Did, was y'all's faith strained when y'all were there? Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, Texas A&M is a wonderful place. It's um, probably the most conservative public university second to Brigham Young. I mean... The, the Christian culture there is amazing. Uh, we met uh, in, a, in a student organization uh, that helps get new freshmen plugged into church groups and wow. local churches and, and things like that. Yeah, um, I mean, Daniel really came to know the Lord at Texas A&M yeah. um, just through the ministries that are there. Um, there's a giant ministry at A&M called Breakaway Ministries. Um, it's, a, it's a Bible study that meets on campus. Regularly, 10,000 students attend. Oh, wow. um, so it's... The cool thing about A&M um, as a public university is that um, when people are going to church on Sunday, they're not going to, to check it off their list. You know, it's not like, and no one needs any chapel credits. Like, they're going because they love Jesus. Um, and that being, like, getting to come out of that culture is something that, like, man, we're grateful for. We love Texas A&M so much. <laughs> yeah, giggle. Giggle. Yeah, giggle. <laughs> so it sounds like it's more of, like, a filter, though, that, like, here possibly at ACU you're required to have to do those things and everyone appears to be Christians but when you go to like a public university like a state school you're really getting to see who who loves the Lord like who really wants to serve them yeah you you have to you come to a position and where you have to make your faith your own uh, you can't just you know kind of follow the the guidelines that your school sets or that your family had always set uh, when you wake up on Sunday, like if you're, if you're going to go to church, you have to make yourself do it. If you're going to study the Bible, like you have to do it. Um, no one's really going to hold your hand 
necessarily, and there's also great mentors that will help you do that, but um, you still, you have to seek those out. They don't just happen. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Yeah. And we're touching on the Christianity part. And like I said, y'all are huge Christians, you know, super authentic. Um, What influences Christianity had on the business? I know y'all value quality. Y'all value equality and treating others like humans. Because like you said, there's big companies that they don't care. They just want massive quantities of coffee, regardless of the condition. Have there been other aspects that that y'all have, Christian aspects that y'all have enacted in y'all's business? The gospel. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, what we want to do is we want to see rebirth and we want to see growth and we want to see just life come to a town that, uh, you know, you go downtown and it's it's growing. Um, But, you know, several years ago, it was kind of dead. And parts of Abilene are are struggling in it, in poverty. And and what the gospel is, is is a gospel is coming in and Jesus makes things new and he makes things um, alive. And in the same way that God does that in our hearts, we want to do that for the community and we want to do that for uh, people around the world in the way that we treat people and in the way our product is made and in the way we uh, spend our, our money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. people see that throughout your business that there's a greater purpose than just I want to make money and be rich, you know, and yeah. it's all it's not all about you and um, it's just great to see such humble people and that's something that isn't that common nowadays. It's like me, 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 yeah. but the purpose and the person I see behind your business is the Lord. Mm-hmm. And um, that's just wonderful to see that and see you guys being so successful in that. Yeah, we're not millionaires. We probably never will be millionaires. It's all about just being a, a active member in society and contributing and being a part of making our home here in Abilene a better place for everyone. And to wrap this up, um, what would be just a big thing that you would want to give to college students right now that something we could do to improve our life, maybe an entrepreneurial way, spiritual, is there any type of advice you want to give to us that's crucial for us to keep improving our lives? Um, I touched on this a little bit earlier, um, but I think the most important thing that was really great for Daniel and I is we were really involved at the ground level in a local church when we were in college. Um, college ministries are fantastic. We met in a college ministry. Um, campus Bible studies are awesome. Roommates that you talk to, like you talk about the Lord with, like those are really great things. Um, but after college, those things are going to go away. Um, and what's going to remain for you, for your foundation, for your life is a church. I mean, there's there's going to be a church wherever you go. Um, and so while you guys are in college learning how to be productive members of society, learning how to, I don't know, adult, right? Um, learn how to be a healthy church member. Um, because without that, I think that probably one of the only ways we were able to really transition as quickly as we did, even though we said earlier, maybe don't do that, um, <laughs> is that we kind of pretty seamlessly stepped into the church on, on a ground level um, with a community of people and um, serving, and, and that's kind of really been central to us. And in the same way, um, having a ton of, you know, if you're involved in every campus ministry and every club and, and all these things, um, they can they can kind of be crutches to your faith. Like if you if you go to Bible study on Monday and you go to church on, on Wednesday nights and you go to a uh, youth group or, or something like that, like, all these things, those aren't really your faith. You need to work on discipline and really building that relationship with the Lord on your own because when you leave college, you're not going to have those things that um, are 
in a way crutches and that's something that I personally experienced is that um, you know I thought my faith was really strong but uh, it can start to, to fade off and, and be hard to, to keep up that relationship with the Lord um, when you kind of relied on some of those crutches to determine where you were. It sounds like it was becoming more of just being busy, like being busy for God and like checking things off a list yeah. instead of being like productive and improving that relationship with exactly. Him. Yeah. Well, thank you, Emily and Daniel. Um, um, y'all are great people to have. Thank you so much for being authentic and for spreading the gospel the way y'all do. And just thank y'all for y'all everything y'all do for the community and for the world because y'all are y'all are importing coffee from different countries. Um, we just wish y'all the best here. We appreciate you. Thank, Thank you so much. Yeah.